Killers, it's Eddie here. Marconi is over there, as always. And uh, well, Marconi, I don't, uh, I don't vomit. I don't, yeah, I'm talking about vomit. I don't <laughs> vomit very often. Okay. Oh, you vomit? I don't think we. I don't. I don't think we discuss vomiting on the show ever. So, you know, and don't worry, we're not going to get that graphic with it if you're eating your breakfast or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I just don't do it very often. I. I I just I kind of pride myself on I think uh hmm the last time I I vomited was probably I would no joke twenty years ago twenty years ago it's like Seinfeld on your, on your only on his birthday yeah after right a- there's this it, it, that's a Seinfeld thing too Jerry never throws up yeah yeah so I think that's the name I, of the episode I, Jerry I'm, never throws up. <laughs> it's a band yeah. too. Jerry never throws up tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And I, I always thought to myself, I'm a lot like Jerry in that way. Cause I, it never <laughs> happens to me. Even when I get the stomach flu, I'm usually able to, I, it's probably not healthy, but I'm able to calm myself down to a point where it doesn't happen and things pass a different way. And <laughs> I get over the sickness that way. And like I said, it's probably horrible. Now my uh, streak went for about twenty years yeah. until the other day. Oh no! Till the other day, what happened? It happened to me. <laughs> it happened to get a, a bad, some bad sushi, some hot dogs. What? I don't know what it is. I think I either. I think I caught a stomach bug. At first, I thought I maybe ate something bad, yeah. but uh, just based on the way that it felt going through me and the, the cycle of the thing, it was definitely a stomach bug. But I woke up. It, a couple of days ago in the morning, and the very first thing I did was have to run to the toilet. And oh. I don't. And and as somebody who 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 like I'm saying like 20 years since this happened, and part of me has always been a little bit terrified of it, just because I haven't done it in so long. And uh, the, I I also have memories of it being very uncomfortable as a kid, you know, and it, it almost feels like you're suffocating or it did when I was a kid because the way it was going, <laughs> it's pretty good. I don't like the acid it. reflux you, part of yeah. the end, like your, of your that throat. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. All of that, all that, all that. So, and, and I didn't even have time to have the anxiety overcome me with the, the thing. Cause that's part of the, of the two is the lead up. And you're like, oh no, it's gonna happen. It just happened, and I just barely made it to the toilet. But you made and it. That's a, that's the thing too. I, like, when you don't make it, that's I, the worst. God. The only problem is, I I mean, I got the lid up on the the toilet, Ugh. but the the seat, the seat, I couldn't get on time. But at least you know uh, that that was way better than it ending up somewhere on the floor or something. Gladys, but. your housekeeper, had a great night. <laughs> she had to oh, come yeah. over. She she was having a, a, a gr- the girls over for a card game. Her husband was out. She was having a fun night. Gladys. Can you come over and clean my to- dirty toilet? I vomited I everywhere. I seat a little dirty. I don't, I don't want to go in there now until it's clean. She's like, all right, but I'm smoking when I come over. And so she's got like a butt that's going. Right. Gladys. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, I, I in a way, though, uh, it happening in this way where there wasn't a buildup, I sort of 
it almost cured me of my anxiety over it. So now if it ever happens again, you know, the next the next time it happens in 20 years, I'm not going to be as afraid of it because before I was always a little bit worried about it. So you're prepared you know? for and vomiting? Is that what you're saying? You're finally ready? I'm ready to go. You know, if they film Jackass 5 and they do a milk chugging contest, you can count me in now. <laughs> That's all I'm Moodkillersmerch.com. Head over there. We have bikinis, bibs. We don't have bikini, do we? We need we, bikinis. Bibs, bonnets, <laughs> all things that are in the works. If we don't have it, it would just ask and it will be in stock tomorrow. We'll get our, we'll do we'll get it. Anything you want. We'll put a logo on it. We don't care. I mean, we Moodkillersmerch.com. The website is uh, limited. You know, cuz it's one of those websites where you you put your logo on items that they provide. And uh, I don't think they have bikinis, but that would be cool. We should suggest it to them. I think uh, you, we should have bikinis <laughs> with mood killers on it or stay anal or something, you know, or uh, or, uh, or maybe a, uh, a banana hammock, some kind of a deal. Right. Uh, whatever it is. We've got bucket hats. That's for sure. <laughs> right. It's all in there. Bucket hats. Everyone likes a good bucket hat. Fanny packs for your Werther's Originals, whatever it is. It's all there. Moodkillersmerch.com. Oh, man. 833-HI-IT'S-ME is our phone number, Eddie. People can text it. They can leave a voice message. And uh, I have a social media update. Now, we always say we're at Mood Killers on everything. And, uh, well, I, I got to be honest, that was kind of a lie because we are at Mood Killers on Instagram. We're at Mood Killers on Facebook. We're on at Mood Killers on YouTube um, and a few other platforms that aren't bigger or prominent. But some of the platforms we've been on were more difficult to get the name Mood Killers. They were taken and mostly by people who uh, started an account and then seven years later, just they left it dormant. You know, just abandon it and we, you can't contact them because they don't use the account or anything. So we're, we, we reach out to like Twitter or TikTok or whatever with uh, no help. So anyway, I got tired of it and I chose to uh, grab a name that we uh, utilize on our show, at Stay Anal. So, if we're not at Mood Killers, on Twitter, we are at Stay Anal. And uh, TikTok, we're at Stay Anal. And Twitch, we're uh, forward slash Stay Anal. So, there you go. That's the update. Oh, wow. yeah. But, but, you know, like IG, Facebook, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, and WhatsApp, it's at Mood Killers. So, so um, stay anal is sort of the place killer or the place killer, the, the, uh, the <laughs> place holder for yeah. mood killers. Until we can maybe. Yeah, to. exactly. Yeah. It's kind of annoying to be honest, but what are you going to do? I mean, uh, but the, here's the thing. Uh, usually if I name a show with someone, I usually check to make sure all those things are available and mood killers just uh -huh. kind of happened for us. And, uh, we just decided that, yeah, I like that. Let's do it. And then we realized, well, we didn't have it on Instagram. So I had to, remember I had to reach out to a girl on Instagram to get the at mood killers handle. And she was like, yeah, yeah she was very sweet about it. Yeah. <laughs> so she's handed it over. Yeah, exactly. Didn't even know what she wonder, was doing. Can you do that with more social media accounts? I wonder who else can we reach out to Oprah? Maybe she'll hand over her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe. I think, I think we should we really. Know. Yeah. But, right. um, you can find all that stuff on our Instagram. Like if you go, it's, you know, our link in bio, you always tell people link in bio. 
Well, uh, that bio has every link to everything. So uh, that's a good place to connect with us. Or if you go to stayanal.com. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, I just like to update people because you never know if uh, uh-huh. they're looking for. Because if you're, if you're looking for a show and you type in mood killers on some other platform, and you're like, what's this? Who are these guys? They're like, that's not them. So it's confusing. Inter- the internet can be really confusing. If only there were a way to verify. You know what I mean? So, right. Whatever you do, just stay anal and uh, look for us. Follow us on various social medias. Eddie, we were talking about, um, you know, having a difficulty finding uh, at mood killers on all platforms. And uh, something happened, you know, on Twitter. We didn't really talk about this, but Elon Musk unverified a bunch of people on Twitter. Mm. And oh, yeah. A lot of celebrities are mad about it. Well, I thought that was funny because we were talking about how it was kind of uh, funny how celebrities were getting upset about being unverified. But the the thing for me, I was like, why would you unverify the biggest people on your platform? Because the reason people want to be verified is so they can be like celebrity. And if the mm-hmm. celebrities don't have the blue check, then... Then, uh, then that means the only way to get it is by paying for it. And then nobody's going to, because then you look like a douchebag. You know, then you're like, oh, look at me. I paid $8 a month for this thing. And it's not, but if, but if you kept the blue checks with celebrities, nobody would ever know. Like, why does he have one? Maybe he pays for it. Maybe he's a celebrity. I don't know. You know? So I, I think they're, they started doing it a little bit. They, they started adding some people back. But uh, they took my blue check away, and I don't care. Like t- Twitter kind of sucks anyway. But um, well, did you complain about it? Because everybody who got their check mark back complained about it. I saw Stephen King complained about it, I think, oh. and then uh, Howard Stern complained about it. So they oh. gave both of these people back. I think that's the thing: is you have to oh. kiss the ring of Elon Musk. Well, and then, then Elon Musk, I am upset. You. How dare you right. take it away? I uh, I got it uh, legally. I didn't pay for it. Right. You know, from being a uh, media blog whatnot or whatever you want to call it. And uh, so, uh-huh. there, you know, whatever. And then I noticed, I'm looking on there, on Twitter, looking around, and at Eddie Barella, you now have a blue check. You never had a blue check before. And now you right. have one. I bow down to the overlord, <laughs> Elon Musk. What can I say? Now, and uh, Jason Alexander, the actor, he threatened to leave Twitter. Yeah. And when he did that, he has a blue check mark. I, I, see, gave, I saw they that. They gave him the blue check mark. Because he, yeah. he tweeted that, and I re- you sent it to me, and I retweeted him. Yeah. And, and then I, and I was looking at my uh, tweets just before the show, and I'm like, oh, hey, Jason Alexander got his back. Maybe I got mine back. No, because Jason Alexander is a celebrity. But so That's right. Now, take me through this. What? What, because uh, you have been on Twitter for a long time on different accounts, but this uh, main Eddie Barella account, you started that like in 2015, it says on there. Now, <laughs> okay. why in 2015, from 2015 to now, did you not care about being verified, but now suddenly you do? What what changed your mind? Well, uh, you know, I think 
It's just fun to be verified. Why did you like being <laughs> verified when you were verified? I, I didn't. Mean, I think you enjoyed it. You had the blue check mark. You you were able to respond to tweets and get more attention because of it. Because my, I think that's really what it is. The algorithm favored my account yeah, because of exactly. it. So then more people saw it. My my tweets randomly, and I would show up on other yeah. people's feeds that didn't follow me. Stuff like that. But is it right. still doing that? Are you are you getting uh, likes yeah. and response from people that don't follow you? Yeah, you get more. Yeah, the algorithm favors you supposedly if you have the blue check mark, and you know, I don't know. So now you, you just look like you're official or something. <laughs> now I know you're not a douche, so I'm not calling you a douche, okay? But I'm saying that if I see somebody on there nine times out of ten, that's just a big old douchebag that needs like, get, like driving around with a vanity plate. And you're not a vanity plate kind of guy. Are you calling Chris Rock has a blue check mark? Is he a douche? <laughs> He's a celebrity. That, public? <laughs> Julia Louis-Dreyfus has a blue check mark. Yeah, but they probably had <laughs> got him back. Because he's, here's what Elon Musk re realized. He realized he messed up because he, you buy a, a $44 billion company that's tanking. And he realized, and he tweeted on November 1st, hey, uh, we got to pay the bill somehow. Twitter can't rely entirely on advertisers. How about $8? And so he buys a failing business and makes it your problem. So now you've got to bail out this thing. And uh, he's the one who bought it. So why am I paying? Like, why don't he just pay like a, a couple extra billion and just, you know, call it good. <laughs> Take care of everyone's dumb blue check. So now he takes away people that already had a blue checks, blue check, because he thinks, oh, if I do that, they'll just buy it. And but then what he what he didn't realize is most of them didn't want to. So then the people buying blue checks look like a-holes because they're not celebrities <laughs> and they have a blue check now. And so everybody knows. If you, if you click on the blue check, they all say the same thing. Even on celebrities, it says verified. I'm on Stephen Colbert. He has a blue check mark. Yeah. It says this account is verified because they are subscribed to Twitter Blue. And and then and, uh, uh, same thing with Conan. Same thing with uh, Chris Rock. What is what does yours say? What does Eddie uh, Barella say? Let me look at it right now. Let's see. At Eddie Barella uh, on Twitter. I'm going to it. Yours Mine says. says this account affiliated is with a business. Yeah, that's right. So this is affiliated with your business. So you did, does your business pay um, to verify a bunch of accounts and you're just on one of those kind of thing? It's a, Yeah, it's an official organization. The business is an official organization <laughs> See, on Twitter. It's official. I think you found a loophole. <laughs> that, I mean, because it would be hard for you because you're not a douche at all. And I say that because you're my friend, but you really aren't. You're one of the nicest guys in the world. But you found a loop loophole, so anybody looks at that, they're going to be like, oh, because he's part of this organization. That, that makes sense because you're, you know, you're like the COO or whatever of the company. So, I mean, it, you, you buying a, being part of the organization and being labeled as such, and it says media personality right there. So, well, media personality. I just want to say, I've never been prouder, Eddie. You're officially verified on Twitter and you found a loophole that's not the typical one. Like, I just want a vanity plate. And uh, now you're officially uh -huh. a media personality. I, I It'll be great for my three tweets a month. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
All right, Marconi, let's help some folks out with one of our favorite segments here on the show. It is time for another edition of Ask Mood Killers. Ask Mood Killers. Send us your questions if you need advice on life, love, happiness, finances. Eddie? Health. We do have a new email address, by the way. I yeah, <laughs> I, I was gonna I was gonna give it. Don't oh, worry. I didn't know if you had it. Yeah. I, okay, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I mean I think I have the right one. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, you could uh, email us moodkillers at stayanal.com. <laughs> Was that the one? <laughs> that's right. Okay, all right. Yes. I'm glad I got the had that right. Yeah, that's yeah. our uh, <laughs> our new email moodkillers at stayanal.com, uh, and I'll, you could also tweet. At stay anal, you could do that too <laughs> if you want to send in a question that way. I'm or twelve, by the way. Hi, it's me. I, I'm just like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Whenever you say that, now I'm happy. All it's right, it's a joke that has spiraled out of control. It really has, and may get us yanked off of the air. Uh, here are the questions that have been sent in by our loyal audience. That uh, they there are a lot of struggling people out there. They need our help, Mark County. So let's uh, let's see if we can't help these folks out. Uh, mood killers. How can I tick off my dad and become a professional air guitarist? Mm. That sounds uh, like you've already figured it out. <laughs> Just uh, yeah. I mean, if you go into I, I mean, if you go into a bunch of bars and stand on stage and have them play a song like uh, you know some some rock music or whatever guitar music, and you just go nuts. And then maybe find a talent. I mean, there's got to be a talent contest out there for air guitars. I always see them. So yeah. I think it involves you leaving the house in a huff and puff and saying, you're not my real dad anymore. I think it starts that there. That starts there. Yeah. That's the beginning. Yeah. That's always a good start starting point. And then, yeah. uh, yeah. And then you take it on the road. Yeah, whatever, whatever exactly. that means. And then just call every once in a while and then don't say a thing and then click the phone. Like, you know, back in the day and those pay phone things where the, the son would, you know, he'd murdered and he left that uh, town. And he was hiding, and he would pick up the phone and call from another phone booth somewhere and out of town, and he just click. But but the dad knew it was the son, and he started crying. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, mood killers, are you interested in purchasing one of my homemade hovercrafts? No, <laughs> hovercraft. <laughs> How do you do that? I wonder if you. Uh, hmm. Homemade hovercraft vacuum cleaners attach, uh, to attach those to a piece of plyboard. I mean, How does I would that like, work? I, I would like to blow one up. I think that would be kind of fun in a safe blow environment. Blow up a hovercraft? Yeah, like a homemade one <laughs> in a safe environment. Of course, I don't want anybody getting hurt. But it would just be. I funny. believe there is a scene in the that Boba Fett where he blows up a hovercraft. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Boba he Fett is a giant hovercraft. <laughs> wow. He, yeah, he he jumped onto it and he blew it up. And, wow. Uh, I thought that's maybe what you wanted to do. Yes. Um, I, I would be into it. But, but why don't we should have hovercraft by now. I, you know, people do say this. This is the biggest complaint in modern society. Where when, are our flying cars and hovercrafts? When yeah, are we going to get the, uh, the, the burrito delivering drones? With, they, they, they touted that for a they long time. They do have burrito delivering robots. They yeah, have but those. those. Those are like in those little. It's like the. It's like an igloo cooler with with a robot in it. You know, that's kind of what it yeah. is. Yeah, it's not a drone. And they get kicked in by kids all the time, and yeah. they don't seem to be that 
efficient. They have them in downtown Los Angeles, I think, is where I was reading about it, and uh, they are not very efficient at all. They'll, they'll they'll topple over. They'll run out of battery. And then somebody can and, steal your burrito. Uh, well, I guess the, there's a, a special code. So, I mean, you can't really get into them pretty easily, but oh, I'll get I don't into know. It them. just seems weird. Yeah. There's where there's no- a burrito, I will find a way. <laughs> yes. Just trust me. Uh, mood killers, what's the best way to convince people that I'm a time traveler? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you have to predict the events of the future. And that's true. And I, I think that's where you start. And if you're wrong, you ignore the fact that you're wrong. Also, always... Uh, proclaimed that the apocalypse is here and you know for a fact because a vision came and i think people will believe that would you just based on in time yeah. travel would you use it utilize it to your benefit financially would you go back and like invent the iphone and stuff like that yeah i think i think everybody would so yeah. that that's the thing with time travel is you want to have access to it but you don't want other people to because if everybody's right. doing it then it's not going to be any fun that's right <laughs> you know but yeah, I would definitely. I I don't know if I would invent the iPhone or something. I'd probably do something like invest in Apple back or just be when somebody that's not like a, or, I don't want a big like spotlight on me. How about if I just invented the skip intro option on uh digital yeah. platforms, you know? Right. That seemed like Yeah, that guy made a lot of money, I'm sure. Every sure. time you you press that, I think he gets a couple cents in royalties. <laughs> that's right. We are doing Ask Mood Killers, where we help you. If you have a question for us, let us know. 833-HI-IT'S-ME. You can leave a voicemail. You can text that number, 833-HI-IT'S-ME. We'll answer your questions, any topic. Ask Mood Killers. Mood Killers, is it acceptable to offer my first-time date a bath instead of a soak in a hot tub? What? A bath. A bath. So I think this maybe this person means that they don't have a hot tub, but they want that experience. So they're gonna offer a bath. Now a romantic bath. Hey, we just bath. met. You wanna you wanna take a bath? Yeah, let's well, get in here uh what in your drawers? Oh. Your drawers, get in the tub. You get naked on the first date and you're in bubbles together in your own filth. No. Right. I'm not into that. Yeah, I don't think that's a first date thing. No. Yeah, that's kind of gross. That's like a know. romantic that's date a, that you do after you've been dating for a while and, you know, maybe uh, you light some candles and you get into a... a I, I don't even like that at all. I don't like the, the showering together stuff because most of the time you think it's going to be all hot. and It's usually just... It's kind of hot a little bit, you know, because the nudity part. But then most <laughs> of the time it's like... You're, you've got soap in your eyes, and uh, she's in front of you blocking the shower, and then you yeah, turn around. Cold. And, yeah, it's it's a nightmare. If you don't have two shower heads, and <laughs> yes. very rarely are you in that situation, right. it's not worth it. I, yeah. I think there was one situation. I It was at a hotel or something like that, and they had two shower heads. That was kind of cool, but I think, yeah, you're right. It's just a nightmare to shower. And also, I, I've always... Uh, discovered that I am more into it, more excited by it than my girlfriend at the time usually is because <laughs> she wants to, you know, she's more into just actually taking a shower and I want to do other things. Right, and it's right. Like, you know, <laughs> you know and yeah. then it just becomes a frustrating endeavor all around. So Yeah, and I think, um, like, if you're in there, 
Uh, like, yeah, she wants to take care of business. You're thinking of other thoughts. And it just <laughs> it, it goes nowhere. And also, I, I feel like the only part about it that is good is when you're a dude, you do want to clean yourself before you have uh, intimacy. Because uh, most guys yes. you know, are disgusting. I mean, everyone and, should. And uh, and you get a chance to rinse off, and that's okay. So maybe if that's just like, you know, like foreplay or something like that, where it's just a shower situation where we're just showering. You're showering. I'm that's showering. Fine. And then we towel each other off, and then maybe things can happen. Yeah, but then I've been in situations where, you know, you think that that's going to happen, that's going to go down, and then my girlfriend will be like, oh, no, I don't want to do that because I just showered. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes. Well, when is, when is the right time for this? Because there apparently never is a right time. Eddie, you know, I've been calling uh, my thoughts that I write down diary, you know, dear diary entries. And then I, I started looking at it and I, I was like, hey, you know what? Why, why don't I call it a journal? Because and then I was like, well, wait, what's the difference between a diary and a journal? And it says on the Internet, the main difference between a diary and journal is a diary is a book that is used to record daily experiences and events as they happen. And a journal is a personal and intimate record of your thoughts, observations and ideas. So the things I've been giving it and personal. Yeah, the things that that's, I've been I think that's the big difference. sharing on the air is more like a journal. And then I was like, well, ah. I, don't, I don't really want to call it a journal, but like what are like a Marconi log? But or, or an, you always uh, describe uh, it as uh, your intimate and personal thoughts, though. That's like so a journal. That f- that's what a journal is. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so then I thought, well, maybe I could call it a Marconi log or how about analog? It's uh, my analog. <laughs> yeah. It, because I write it down in a, on paper. That's a, that's analog. So it's a, anal. You know, right. you get it. Analog. Right. Analog. Okay. So whatever. Like- w- w- I think I think that's what I want to call it. My my analogs. And um, <laughs> I, I think everybody's going to enjoy. You're from Arrested Development. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A new anus. A new start. <laughs> um, right. Let's see. Um, here's something. Here's an entry. Um, the worst part of getting fired from the unemployment office is still having to go in the next day and work. Or no, I'm sorry, still having to go in next day, the next day. You, you know, because oh. you, you, you have to go in and collect. Your, right. But you don't have to do that anymore, do you? You just go online. You don't, yeah, that like, is a good point, though. Because yeah. if you are fired from the unemployment office, yeah, do you have to go in the next day and talk to your boss about collecting unemployment? How does that work exactly, I wonder? I remember one <laughs> time I had to go in, and uh, I had no car. And it was before Uber was a thing, and you had to take a cab. And in Portland, they only had so many cabs, and it was pouring uh-huh. down rain. And and that was back in the day when you had to call the cab company, and they would come, you know, three hours later. Right. It was and, always such a pain. And uh, so I'm, like, drenched. I mean, I'm talking, I might as well have uh, jumped in the Willamette Columbia River just soaking wet. And it was disgusting. But I'm sitting there because they had to, I had to go through the motions of whatever you do when you're unemployed. And then you sit in that thing with the counselor and they, they say, well, what are you, you know, well, I'm in radio. So basically none of their services really apply to me because <laughs> I'm not going out and trying to get like, you know, a, a, a job that doesn't apply to my career. So they're like, okay, well, here's what you do. And so I, it's a big waste of time. 
and you I can think fill in as the PA announcer at the little league game <laughs> right, that right. for 1095 an hour. And I was soaked to, and the, to the bone and yeah, it was like a whole thing. And you know, just when you think you're getting dry and like, they even let me go to the restroom and like towel off a little bit with paper towels. Wow. It was so bad. But uh, yeah, so and and then another two hours to get back home because the, the, there was only like 200 cabs allowed in Portland, and so and they were all taken because everybody's you know it was raining. I mean that probably helped your your case though because they probably felt really sorry for you. Like, this guy. <laughs> That's like, right. He's way down on his luck. He just lost his job and he's soaking wet. All, Look at the poor guy. All of that stuff could have been done over the damn phone. It was it was a big waste of time. Let me let me tell you. Oh. Now, Eddie, I'm sharing with you my analogs. These are my intimate thoughts. I've uh, written them down on uh, paper with a quill, you know, because that's what I like to do. I like to take it old school. Here are a few of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, she's already got guys telling her she's beautiful. Be different. Send her a cheese board. I mean, if somebody sent me a cheese board, I can tell you right now, that would be, I might have to marry them. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, the, the charcuterie boards are so delicious. <laughs> uh, here's uh, another entry in my analog. Uh, sorry I'm late. I saw a man licking the pudding off the lid wrapper of, of his uh, container, and I lost track of my entire life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you, have yeah. you ever, like, been in public and seen something you probably shouldn't have? And it's something that somebody, yeah. and it's not necessarily like lewd or something, you know, but it's just odd behavior that like you would do with when you're alone, when nobody else is around, that somebody might actually, they might look up and see through your window as you're shirtless over the sink, eating a taco or something, but not in public, right. like at the bus stop, you know? No, I, and when you're when you're licking the lid off of the pudding cup, that's a situation <laughs> where if somebody does look upon you, they are not going to stop looking. That no. is how you get somebody's undivided attention. So maybe right. next time you have like some sort of a, a talk to give at a work conference, <laughs> maybe lick the top of pudding cups, very, you know, throughout the speech. It'll that just, way you really get the uh, audience engaged. It'll just throw everybody off. Like, what did he just do? <laughs> That's my public speaking tip for no, you. Thank you very much. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. In my analog. Yeah. Uh, here's another That's one. Right. Uh, I say at least five times a day, I need to lose weight. I still haven't lost an ounce. And clearly, the power of suggestion doesn't work. Say it harder. That's harder? Well, I need to lose yeah. weight. <laughs> like, scream at myself. <laughs> I have to stare in the, yeah. the, the mirror in the bathroom. Here's another entry. Uh, uh, if there's a fine line between being too quiet and saying way too much, I've never found it. <laughs> I just don't have <laughs> that happy medium. Uh, here's uh, something that really did happen. I burned my finger on hot cheese, then immediately burned my mouth with the same hot cheese. You know, if you're mm. looking for a life coach. <laughs> oh, uh, Eddie, uh, gosh, uh, by the way, if you're just joining us and <laughs> where have you been? Uh, these are uh, entries in my analogs, uh, um, sacred uh, scrolls. Oh, they just went back to N NPR. Uh, oh, wow. Damn, damn it. Um, you know, I accidentally invited new friends over to my house. So now I have to finish painting the bathroom that I started eight months ago. Do you ever have those projects and you're like, well, I invited some new friends over. Oh, crap. I got to finish the basement <laughs> or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. 
That, that, that I'll gaming. say that that's one great thing about having company is that it does motivate you to <laughs> get those projects done around the house. Well, you know, uh, like and, uh, when, yeah. if you've slacked off on cleaning and I, you know, I've, I've been like this before in my life, not now really so much, but back in the day. And then you have some people coming over. You've never cleaned like that in your life and your house right. is spotless and it's amazing. And suddenly, like, this would be perfect if everyone wasn't here. <laughs> like, this would be great. I know, because then everyone comes over, and then they mess it up. And you got to clean again. you have to start over again. Yeah, it's yeah. a pain in the ass. So <laughs> there are a few of my entries. Oh, here's one more, Eddie, uh, I'll give you from my analogs. Why do porn sites have a share button to Twitter? Why is there an option? To share on Twitter. I don't want my friend. Oh, for Senator Ted Cruz, he pressed it on accident once. No, Remember that? The it reason. Happened, uh, <laughs> no. Why? Do, I mean, why do they have uh, share buttons to Twitter? Because I don't want my friends knowing I still use Twitter. You know? Oh, right. <laughs> I see. I yeah. see. I see. So you're saying if there was a share button for Instagram or your, Facebook would be fine. Facebook, yeah. sure. <laughs> like, I'm sure my mom would love to see that, whatever I'm looking at. I really want to know who is posting that share button though, right. on Facebook. Like, why does that even and exist, really? How many lives have been ruined by just accidentally pressing that? That's what I want to know. <laughs>